0: Can you play D&D in a magical world that's not D&D? Well, if you're anything like my guest, you'll make sure that that can happen. Why don't we talk about it on this episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. So today I have a guest with me, a Miss Catherine, I believe. Yes. Uh, I know her as HikingFen off of Reddit. And off a, of
1: all my social media, to be fair. Fair <laughs> enough. And there's
0: a statistical chance that at some point I'll just use that because I'm terrible with actual names.
1: It's okay. People call me Fen all the time. You know what?
0: I think that is very admirable, and I can't think of a better person that, to be compared to. I agree. <laughs> um, so... Today we're talking all about The Magicians, and specifically we're going to be talking about The Magicians D&D book um, that you are working on writing right now. Yes. The Um, third edition. You what? The third edition. Okay. No, the third edition. Okay. Uh, I'm sad I missed the first and second edition, to be honest.
1: Honestly, Um, it's it's a good thing they were not that good. (laughs) At least the first one. Oh my God.
0: Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. You know, third third edition it's going to get some. It's going to get some uh, king's iron out and everything. Um, <laughs> but before we jump into that, why don't we? Let tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, what got you into uh, the magicians?
1: Uh, well, I am a French Canadian from Montreal. I um, married an American. Uh, I married an American husband, that's what I was about to say, who uh, is really into fantasy and was watching The Magician when uh, he was still in the US because we don't have sci-fi in Canada. So when he uh, travel and immigrate here, he was watching season two through streaming and... Um, he kept telling me, oh, you have to watch this show it's super good. It's super good, and uh we are both a uh, big uh, Lemiz uh, lover. We got engaged on the stage of Lemiz. We have like this big thing about Lizerrab, and he showed me the clip of everyone singing uh one day more. Ooh. And I stopped, and I was like, what the fuck is happening in that show? Because <laughs> I had no context, just some people singing and going to war. Mm-hmm. So I told him, okay, you got me. I'm watching. And uh, the rest is story, Now you regret it because I'm obsessed. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, in a weird sense, um, that's very similar. Um, I actually had Google Play was giving out the first episode, the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they were giving it away for free at one point. And I grabbed it and it I never watched it. Like I legitimately oh. never watched it. I think I seen the commercials for it, and I think they had the weird they had the commercials of the not Julia um mm, praying yeah, and then really floating dead. backwards and I was like eh, eh, oh, eh, pass. And then it came <laughs> to Netflix and I was like, I got nothing better to do, so I'll watch it on Netflix. And then I binged the first season, and I was like Oh my god, this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) And and I always describe it as like, it's like Harry Potter that goes to college and loses all sense of morals, probably does a ton of drugs. But it's. Well, the first season is
1: that. Then after that, that has nothing to do with Harry Potter.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, But it's easy to get people to kind of go, okay. (laughs) Uh, And
1: I. The kind of fan, I don't know for you, but I, uh, well, you watched the show, but um, I knew I was about to watch the show, so I read the three books first at once. And um, Margot is uh, Janet in the book. Yeah. And you have no idea how much I hate Janet. I hated her with my whole heart. So when I started with Margot, I was like, yeah, I don't like her. She's Janet, she's Janet. And it took me a second rewatch to love Margot. Yeah. Yeah. The first one, I was so like, and see janet that i couldn't see margo
0: (laughs) yeah i can kind of see that one i didn't like in the books i didn't like penny penny was the most to me i just didn't like his character i was just like "Eh."
1: yeah
0: he's kind of that condescending guy i I always found myself more drawn towards like quentin and uh elliot truthfully um you know, it's just one of those, those characters drew my attention more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was interesting getting into it and being like, wow, this is a great show and it's on Netflix. And then I think I had season two up there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I just, from then on, I was like, I'm going to buy these so I can watch them the day they come out. <laughs> um, and then I, so I would actually watch it the night after or the mm-hmm. day after, the morning after. Um, because I don't have cable, so watching it on sci fi is just not an option for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd watch it the day after. Then I'd come home and watch it again. Yep. Um, with my lovely wife. Because I, we'd, we'd watch it and then we'd ch- chat about it. And then I'd watch it again. <laughs> so the last three seasons, I've seen every episode three times.
1: Yeah, uh, I. Um... I started at the end, like season two just finished when I entered the fandom. Mm-hmm. And there was no fandom on Tumblr. There was like three people and a bag of chips. Um, yeah. So I started to make GIFs. That's how I started to make GIFs. And when you do GIF set, you see a lot of the same things over and over again. And mm-hmm. I'm at a point now that I think I can tell you every moment which episode they are, because I've given them all. But. <laughs> I, I, Maybe not season five. I was gonna but, say, but, uh, really,
0: I haven't seen season four or five GIFs.
1: Oh well, go to on my. You can go on my uh, Tumblr. It's all there.
0: <laughs> you know what? There's a statistical chance I have used your gifts before. Um, if, if they've if, ever if, found their way to like Giphy or Tenor yes. or whatever, I've used your gifts before. Hundred percent.
1: Oh yeah, the the magician uh, Twitter used my gif. No. Well, they, they use, like, the gifts that are inside the thing. hmm Like, when you, yeah. start, you type gifts in the Magician DMV, uh, maybe a third of them are mine.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Like, that, at, that... at first, I was mad because I don't have the credit, but now I'm kind of – I'm proud of it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're sitting there going, I know. I know it's there.
1: I made that. <laughs> uh,
0: I probably send those to my coworkers who have never seen the yep. Magicians, and they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, specifically the ones where Penny's like going, go team. I generally use that one a lot.
1: I love that gift. Yeah, I made that gift.
0: Nope. nope, (laughs) There you go. Then I have used your gifts and I love it. Uh, thank you. Uh, You're
1: welcome. I,
0: I, you know, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, Mm -hmm. but something is different about the magicians community. Yes. Um, and I think it has to do with. It attracts more adults.
1: Well, yeah, but it's a specific kind of adults, and um, I have a magician podcast because you know I'm, like I said, I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the when we learned about the magician finishing with season five, the fandom kind of like broke down in tears so we made this um episode where everyone was telling us why they love the magician and how they changed their lives and there's this person saying that basically we were all broken together and like a mosaic with it oh. and i think that's the pl- most beautiful thing i have heard from that uh, that episode is how together we're just little pieces but uh, like uh, alone, we're, t- we're just little pieces, but together we form this beauty of life.
0: I love that. Right. Um, <laughs> one of the things uh, that has got gotten me through a lot, uh, truthfully, is when Elliot looks at Quentin and goes, "Magic doesn't come from talent; it comes from pain." From pain. Um, and then I kind of weirdly like mix that with um, what Dean Fogg says to uh, Quentin when he's fooling around with the cards where Mm -hmm. he's like saying do magic. Yeah. And so it kind of mixes in the together of like, imagine magic doesn't come from talent. It comes from pain. So do some magic. Yeah. And that, that thought process has got truthfully has gotten me through a lot.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: and I, I really, um, one of my, I want my first tattoo truthfully. Um, To be the Hedgewitch stars for different accomplishments in my life. Um, Oh,
1: I love that.
0: Like, uh, you know, graduating, Mm -hmm. getting married, having a kiddo. Like, it's just different accomplishments that are immutable to me. um, That are huge life accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's like those, they look artistic enough that no one's going to sit there and go, wow, that's really weird. But if you know it, you know it
1: exactly <laughs> which
0: i think is definitely the point of the hedgewitch stars yes um so barring taking a side note from magicians so other than magicians um do you, what do you watch what do you play
1: if you uh, if you're a gamer at all i am a big gamer um but right now i i well with the pandemic i've gone through all the dragon age I've gone to All the Witcher, and now I am stuck on the Switch with Animal Crossing.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh, same here, same here. Um, weirdly, it's between Animal Crossing and Super Mario Maker Two. Oh,
1: I, I, I don't heard know it's why good. I haven't played yet.
0: It's compelling, and like I played a lot of the speed run levels because uh, that's mm-hmm. what I enjoy doing, and I think I've played probably close to. 60, 70 different courses that are, like, a minute each, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's just super easy to pick up, play, and go. But Animal Crossing, good Well, boy. it's funny.
1: I call my uh, my island Fillery. Same. And uh, my name, Fan. And it's funny, because I went on someone's island uh, yesterday to sell my turnips. And, uh, you know, big, big, uh, big dealing in Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, he just texted me after, hey, is it Fillory from The Magician? And I was like, hey, you got the right friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: I think that for a lot of MMOs that I've played, um, I've named characters Frey mm. uh, or uh, Margot. Because I, I generally tend to play female characters as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, well, I like Margot and Frey is... I don't know. it's close to Freya, you know, which is, uh no, Oh yeah, the the, the Norse so, Yeah. Uh which that's one character I wish they had done a little bit more with um truthfully.
1: Yeah, me too. I uh, I think it was mostly because the actress couldn't Fair. Uh I follow her on uh, on Instagram and she was busy. <laughs> but every time she posts things uh, so, um and uh, Britney will comment like, "Oh, my beautiful daughter," and stuff like that. It's really cute. <laughs>
0: I, I feel like the cast actually was like a family.
1: Oh yeah, they are. And I don't know if you know, but every uh, uh, Wednesday, uh, Jade and uh, Britney, where um, Katie and Fan, do a, a magician rewatch. Right now, they rewatch every single episode with us and live tweet hmm. and talk, talk about how it was on the set.
0: That's amazing.
1: And they just started that because they were both in quarantine, missing each other and wanting to watch the magician. And they included the fandom.
0: That's amazing. Like yeah, it's, it's one of those things of the fandom makes the show, but the show definitely makes the fandom. Yes. Um, speaking of Jade who plays uh, Katie, did you mm-hmm. hear she entered a bid to be Batwoman on the well, yeah.
1: Batwoman? <laughs> Have you seen the tweet? It's so funny. Cause uh, People were saying like, oh, uh, it should be, a, a, a not, like, because uh, Ruby Rose is non-binary, so it should be like a LGBTQIA person. And people were like, okay, but you're assuming that Jade is straight. And Jade was like, yeah, damn right, you're assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, like, yeah, Jade! <laughs> I, I have
0: seen that, and I was like, retweet. Um, Nope, that's <laughs> exactly. it. Like, I had seen some other people bidding for it, and I was like, eh. I seen, I Jade, seen Jade, and I was Jade. like, yep, got it. She's, she's got it. She's
1: so good. She's
0: in a sense like she's got the street tough, um, mm-hmm. out, uh, basically the character style from Katie, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of doing magic, she's just Batwoman, yeah, which is amazing. Um, you know, you and,
1: have our votes, you what? <laughs> she has our votes,
0: yeah. I, I think <laughs> if the fandom like all backed it, which I am a hundred percent sure they would, uh, yeah. I think there would be no question; she'd be back.
1: Well, there's me. an online petition right now.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, all right then. Um, so, before we go into your book, yes. Um, last question: Your favorite character and least favorite character?
1: Those, this is mean question. I saw them because you sent me the question first, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Favorite character is super easy. It's Ben uh not that's book that's fan it. because she dies in a minute and a half in the book but um in the show she grew up to be this it started with me fi okay blah, 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 i'm gonna rewind when i <laughs> entered the fandom everyone was bashing on her because um there was this idea that like she was forcing Elliot and it was all kind of muddy water that it was bad and I was just raising my hand saying, guys she was forced into that marriage too, she didn't want to, it's her father and just exploring that made me just fall in love with that
0: Mm -hmm. character
1: and uh, she grew so much in season 3, in season 4, in season 5 and I had the blessing to talk with Brittany about it and she said that a lot of Fence shrank went from this idea that she was supposed to be just a sidekick in someone's life and Margot helped her to understand that she can be a hero not just a side quest
0: I, and that I love her she <laughs> she became a matronly character in season 5 um
1: Oh my God! The ending is just, for fan is it's my favorite ending of a character I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I mean, because in season one, um, Elliot is cruel but sort of correct in the her character is kind of the uh, the hazy. It's just kind of like I'm just here and was not the is not Brittany was not that actress.
1: No, it wasn't.
0: it was a completely different actress, and I think it was on my second watching, I was like, wait a minute,
1: that's not the same
0: actress. Yes,
1: um, but then, they didn't if they were being renewed or not.
0: <laughs> right. Um, season two, it was like, it felt like she was just kind of uh, pulled along for everything of like, yeah. well, you're here, so you're just going to go along with what everyone says. And I think, like you said, uh three, four, and especially five is where she really took off as a true character. Um, yeah it's great.
1: well, she needed to uh understand that she's not just someone's wife, and I think losing her baby did that for her mm-hmm. and Margot feeling bad and about what she did to her and making her taking her under her wing and making her like. A High King when when she wasn't on the throne, meaning Finn was the first Philorian High King. Yeah. Uh, I think it gave a lot to her to uh, give her uh, that strength, and uh, she is uh, and she has this kindness, naivete, let's admit it, but she's the one character that. Try to choose kindness instead of being mean, and it's something I strive online because it's easy to be mean online, and I strive not to be like that.
0: <laughs> Agreed, but always carry a knife.
1: Always. I mean, <laughs> come
0: on. <laughs> okay, so the tough question, uh, least, least favorite, favorite. character. No, okay, well, we will book, exclude villains because okay. villains are easy to dislike, and that's just And I concept. love them anyway. You what? <laughs>
1: the magician villain are so well written. I love them. Agreed. Um, well in the book it's Janet but in the show I will say Poppy
0: agreed
1: can I swear on your podcast
0: uh, well you've dropped the F-bomb once so let's try to limit to that but
1: okay, I hate sorry Poppy that. well I effing hate Poppy <laughs> uh, I think she's not what she is in the book of course but I think uh, she has a selfishness about her that I don't like and that she is there, like she is using the "oh, it's just me" kind of excuse to be a mean person instead mm-hmm. of wanting to change. And those are the people I hate the most in life.
0: Yeah, um, I will say, I will say. For clarification, Felicia Day's characterization of Poppy, perfect.
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah. the writing. It's not Felicia Day.
0: Yeah, not at all. I, I always like to clarify like when when we say we don't like characters or this is our least favorite character, I actually really love Felicia Day. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, Poppy is a character man, selfish, and then uh the egg episode, you're sitting there going,
1: Oh my god, well, the egg episode.
0: Yeah, it's just like, well, whose kid is it? Does it matter? I feel like it does, but I don't think it matters.
1: And, and also how she thinks that uh, to break a panic attack, you just have sex with someone. What the heck?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. But yeah, I'll agree. Poppy. I hadn't thought about that one. Yeah. Um, what
1: is yours? I want to know. What is your least favorite?
0: Oof, my least favorite character. Um, So that's actually kind of an interesting one because it phased through the seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so season one, it was definitely Julia. Mm. but near the end of season one, when you find out everything that happened to her, mm-hmm. um, didn't, it was like, okay, cool. I, I I actually understand where she's coming from. Like not a terrible character. Um, but on levels, I landed as Alice as one of my least favorite characters. Huh? Um, because especially, especially in season four, um, or was it season three when they get. No, season three. Near the end of season three when yeah. she destroys their way back to magic. It yeah. was just like, whoa, dude, like, calm down. Like, I get it. You, you niffed out. You became human. You kind of resent Quentin for that. But your pursuit of magic does not mean no one gets magic. So. And it just became like, man, I. I just something in my, I was just like, okay, it bounces back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. characters, I don't know. But Todd, well,
1: there you I, go, Todd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Todd. Um, well, I, in the podcast I have, we watch every episode um, of the show through a theme. It can be kindness, love, uh, I don't know, existence, blah, blah, blah. And we kind of realized that Alias in season three has PTSD. And when you look at Alex's action through our PTSD of coming back to life, her action makes total sense. Ooh. Doesn't mean I agree with them. But I kind of forgave her because I understood that she's acting out of trauma and not out of selfishness like Poppy.
0: Okay. I'm I'm gonna have to re I'm gonna have to rewatch the series through that lens, especially season three. Mm-hmm. Um because I haven't really thought about that like at all um
1: I invite you to listen to the my podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's this your podcast is it uh, called philorians united
1: yes because we are philorians and we're united I love it. but um uh, yeah it's really true talking with a lot of people that i realized oh my god alice is just uh, it's just uh, i think out of trauma and not out of selfishness and it changed my you, at uh, uh, 300
0: degrees out of my water. I can, I can see it. I, I almost weirdly, weirdly can see it even in somewhat season one mm-hmm. of she lost her brother. Yes. So that's a lot of trauma right there. D- d- her I don't, I don't know if she has exactly a healthy uh, parental relationship. Oh, oh. I, I, I go between, she's probably closest to her dad. But kind of doesn't like both of them.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, but it's just like, if you look at, if you watch season two in Julia and you see her through PTSD again, oh my god, does those reaction make sense. Yeah. So, uh, it's someone that said, like, why do we forgive Julia but not Alice? And I was like, ha! Huh! Man, that's... It- you know the the the, the gif or the person with the brain exploding—that
0: was me. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm sitting here on wow, that's actually a really good point. Yep. Um. All right, let's move on to your book. The the, okay. the whole the whole point, the whole <laughs> shebang. Um. So you're talk You're creating a uh, magician's D and D esque um game, correct?
1: Yes, uh, their full title is the unofficial The Magician tabletop role playing game guide, Okay. but it's a mouthful, so I call it the Magician D and D. Okay,
0: fair enough. <laughs> um, so I assume it's based on the like the D twenty system as opposed to like the D six.
1: Um, it's a mix. In fact, I created my own system. It's called the Philorian system. Okay, uh, it's a mix of uh, d- um, of D and D, GURPS. And a system my friend created for a Harry Potter D and game.
0: Okay, I've heard of well, of course D and D. you'd almost have to be living under a rock to not have heard that one. Yes, and I have actually heard of Gerp. Yeah. Um, my brother in law does a bunch of Gerp stuff. Um,
1: it's it's it, really a good book for people who are kind of intimidated by Dungeon and Dragon.
0: <laughs> um, another good one I can suggest um for people who are intimidated by D and D is actually Fate
1: Core. Oh yes, um, I'm using it a, a bit because there's more fate um, lore now, yeah. so I've been uh, dabbling in it.
0: <laughs> uh, my brother loves running um, FateCore Core
1: because mm-hmm. it's
0: basically just like I don't know. Why don't you tell me about the enemy? Like why don't why don't you tell me about it? Why are they doing what they're doing? Yeah. Um it's interesting. Uh, there's a lot more storytelling. So with D and D, one of the biggest. Most popular things about it is the um, the monsters. Yes. So I had actually been thinking about like what kind of monsters would you engage with in uh, a magician's D anD D.
1: Well, it's it's funny you say that because um, I I had a Kickstarter campaign that financed the third edition and we went over and people are still donating as of now even if the Kickstarter is over and I said okay if I get a point. I'm going to write a uh, monster book for the magician Mm -hmm. and we're almost at the point. So I'm kind of announcing it on your podcast, but I'm writing it right now.
0: You're writing the monster manual. Nice.
1: Yes. From the magician. So I've been looking at every single monster they've interact. So it goes from uh, the lamprey to the gym, to the fairy queen, uh, to uh, the sentient tree. Uh, I have the cozy horse from the book. Okay. Uh, I have the Beast and the Dark King. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at everything they battle, it, and even uh, the Tongue Twisters. Those are the little bugs that... Um, yeah. They were in Plover in, in, in Season 5. Oh, well, they were still uh, in Plover. <laughs> well, they were still in Plover. Thank you, Margo. But um, I decided i to create a swarm of, out of them and be becoming a
0: monster for for a the book. I like that. Yeah. Um, are you going to have, like, the, uh, what is it, the mermaid and the dryad
1: from the book? As the dryad well? and the naiad, yes.
0: Okay. Um, I love it. Because I was sitting there thinking, like, of the monsters, what could you do? And I kept thinking, well, you're going to have to have, like, either, uh, depending upon, I don't know, I, I haven't seen the book, so I don't know if it's um, going to, ha- you're, you're playing as a breakbill student or a, a Hedge Witch or kind of like a third road that doesn't really... Well, you have any. choice. Okay. Uh,
1: in first after, uh, season, uh, season one, one, it was Breakbill uh, Kids or uh, Edges. And I had a lot of feedback saying we would like to do more. So in the second and third book now, uh, you can be um, a hedge, um, a Rigby student, a librarian, Ooh. a human, a muggle. Uh, You can be a Philorian, so it's the side muggle of Philori, a tradesman, which is kind of what a fanfather was, which is creating magic, but uh, magic weapons, but not having magic. You can be a a talking beast. Ooh. And a librarian. Did I say librarian? You did. I missed one. Fairy? Fairies, Yes. Yes. (laughs) And uh, there's two classes that you can become within play, but you cannot start as, which is a niffin and a god.
0: Ooh, okay, that's oh, excellent. I love that. Um, I, I am genuinely excited by this, and I'm like, <laughs> all
1: right,
0: who am I going to con into playing with me? Because none of my friend group, and some of them, uh, not a ton of them watch magicians, so I'm like, who am I gonna get to do this? Who am I that's gonna? A, I'd have that's to be of,
1: uh, of the book because that was a, a something another thing that people told me is like yeah, but not all my friends know about the magician. So part of the book is all the lore. So even if you never watch the magician, you can look into it and know everything. A bit when you look at the ND book, they tell you all the lore of the places. Um, and also, uh, there's a wonderful thing called um, internet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and on Reddit, uh, someone found my someone had my my second edition and said, "Hey, I want I want to run a campaign." And fifteen people answered, and now they're running a campaign. I think there's seven playing right now, and I'm uh, in mean, their Discord and they're giving me feedback for the third, which is really nice. But they've been and there are people that are all over the US. Wow! So uh, you just sh- shot into the win and into Reddit, and I. Believe me, people
0: will show up. I love it. Um, so, how did you decide that this is what you wanted to do? Like, you were part of the community. You'd been making gifts for a while, mm-hmm. I assume. How did you? De- how did you wake up one morning and go, "You know what? I'm going to make a tabletop game."
1: Started as a joke. <laughs> okay, you, you, we have
0: a lot in common because this podcast's <laughs> name started as a joke.
1: <laughs> I love that. Uh, basically I I am really active on Tumblr and this person I'm really sorry I forgot your name uh, said oh, I wish there were a, a magician D&D cuz it's the perfect thing together and I mean if you love the magician you're a nerd let's let's admit it. Sure. Um, <laughs> so I was like oh haha I'm going to read I'm going to make it and then people like that pose got so much traction that I was like, okay, I'm going to make it, and I started to write for fun, and I re- realized, like, the uh, enormity of the project, <laughs> um, but that's why the first edition, I I don't recommend anyone to play with it, because I was just learning on the go how to write that, and how to create a system, and I made things way too complicated, and then uh, people asked me if there's going to be a second edition, and I was like, if there is, I'm going to make a uh, a social finance camping, so I can have artists to pay artists to illustrate the the book so I can dive into the lore and can dive into creating the system. I talked with uh, other people that create on brews. I went in the gaming stores and talked with those those people and i I got the money to pay actual consultant to help me with the book. Um, I, that's why I make uh, the the Kickstarter and the, right now the, the campaign I'm making to um, raise money I do not make one dime out of this it all goes back to people in the fandom
0: that's amazing mm-hmm. uh, and I, that's what honestly what somewhat drew me to the project more so than just magicians um, mm-hmm. was the fact that you were like you know what I'm not making money on this this is to pay artists this is to pay yes. anybody who works on this project basically
1: um, well, I can make money, let's be, be real, because of copyrights. But yeah. also, I am an internet artist, and so are you. By doing a podcast, you know how easy people say, Oh, can you do it for free, please? Oh,
0: Lord. <laughs> can you do it for the <clears throat> exposure?
1: Exposure. <laughs> um. And so even if you want to have my second edition right now, you can have it on Blurb. But I made it at cost, so I make zero money out of it. If you pay it on blurb, you pay the simply the printing fee uh i I want my project to be as worldwide and as used as possible, and it's money is a lot of a lot of the time the problem, so why not make it free
0: so here's a question
1: mm-hmm.
0: what would um have, have you like reached out to Lev Grossman I and mean, been like Hey, um, just wondering if what, what do you think? Like,
1: he has the second edition.
0: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's fully aware. In fact, the writer as well were aware when I was writing it, and uh, and they showed the second edition in the room while writing season five. I have the producer telling me that, and freak out. Um. But, yeah, I sent, I, I sent uh, the book to Lev, and not long ago I announced for the, the third edition the, the, the artist I'm going to have, and Lev liked that post, so he's fully aware of the project.
0: That's awesome.
1: And, I'm so blessed that he's like, and Lev has this idea of, like, um, make let artists be artists. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that I, that's why I make I make sure to every post and everyone I do not make money out of this because I want left to have the money. Yeah, like I'm just using his world.
0: <laughs> you're you're playing in the sandbox that he built. Exactly. I I, I love that. That is that is altruism. That is pure. Uh, it's it's part of the fandom. Like there are so many fandoms that are like I can do it for you for money, and it's like. Yeah. You're kind of in a gray well, area right now.
1: Yeah, even my um I I reached for an artist to do um the monster manual um uh drawings and she, and she was like, No no, don't pay me. I'm gonna do it for free and I was like, Are you crazy? So I said, Okay, but I'm gonna pay her. She just doesn't know. Uh <laughs> like I, at least as a thank you, I'm gonna say as a thank you, but um the fandom is so much giving and so much kind when they want. Uh, I'm gonna put an asterisk because sometimes there are always bad apples. But oh, I yeah. decided not to think about those, and I've made friends and I've made I've met people that changed my life, and that was my way to give back to the fandom.
0: Yeah, I mean, because there's, it's it, it's one of those like bittersweet moments because a lot for us um, when the c- when the series ended. It was just like, that's it. I've watched every minute of the show. Mm -hmm. I've read every book available. Mm -hmm. I've read every comic available. I've probably read every tweet available from every actor. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. it. But through this, you can continue to tell stories that aren't there. You can tell a story of of, an upstart hedgewitch that angers a god. You know, you can yeah. tell different stories.
1: And spoiler for season five for people who didn't see it, but with the idea of a new Fillory, what I, I was like, this is a blessing for my book because it's a blank canvas for any DM.
0: Yeah, it's a playground.
1: It's a playground. Have fun, it's fillery 2.0.
0: <laughs> with pizza plants, I guess.
1: <laughs> and filled of <with> bacon. <laughs> right.
0: You know, it's, I love it. Um, I'm a huge fan of D&D so getting to getting to like when I was like I'm backing this I'm like oh my gosh I'm so excited and even like leading up to this podcast I was like oh my gosh I cannot wait to 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 talk about this as a whole like like I'm a huge fan of D&D like I said and to be able to knowing that I'll be able to play a character within the universe as a whole that's exciting to me
1: I I I had the the blessing of doing a bit of DM during uh, the second edition and the third. And I was uh, seeing people acting as edges and and, uh, saying, hey, oh, it's the vampire. You can be a vampire and a werewolf. Okay. Whew. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I just clicked, but someone said, hey, can my, my character become a vampire? Okay, so what were the mechanics of that? And it's just. It made me so happy to see them uh so they were they enter Fillery and half of them know what fillery is, half of them doesn't, so how do we interact with the world? It's just so amazing to see. And it's just something we all love, which is let's work. it's the
0: idea of exploring and being the main character in your own story.
1: Yeah. And in in the in the story basically they were parallel to what was happening. So it was during the the when there's no magic, and they were hearing that people were fixing it, so they were doing other other thing. That's <laughs> but, awesome. But they're like they were uh, getting all the the, the the feedbacks and the waves of magic and whatever that um, the the quest was giving. And if I would have continued, I had to stop. But if, if would have continued, like the moon moving or whatever, I would have played with that.
0: Yeah, I. I love that. Like it, it excites me to to see where this project. I I, I want to know what I can do to to be more part of it. Just beyond just well, like honestly,
1: you know, just you mentioning it, I'm, I was so happy because, um, like I say, the more money I make, the more people I can. Jo- make join and make the project ten times better, and I'm just excited to have people excited about it because I'm alone in my apartment writing about D&D and asking some people, "Do you think the Fairy Queen will beat the Beast?" Because I'm not sure about their her hit points, you know.
0: <laughs> That's it. Where's Death Battle right now?
1: <laughs> well, we had a long discussion a friend and I, and we think the Beast will beat the Fairy Queen.
0: See, I don't actually agree. Huh? The Beast. Is he uses magic? A fairy is magic,
1: he's scared of God.
0: True, I ooh, ooh.
1: they're both master manipulator. I think he will be able to manipulate the manipulator.
0: Hmm, I'm gonna have to think about this one.
1: See, and it created all those questions, but I'm alone with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, being able to talk about it, I'm so happy.
0: <laughs> I'm just imagining uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like Always Sunny in Philadelphia but I'm just imagining like you have a giant wall with yarn going and this to here yes. to here to here and going it all makes sense and it connects
1: well uh, my, my husband still works at the moment and sometimes I will just text him hey do you think a lamprey is more like a level 3 or a level 4 and he's like I don't care I'm <laughs> working <laughs> nice uh- yeah or uh i had to like just or just creating like okay i wanted to have the 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 niffin as um as a potential thing you can become in the in the system but how do you create niffin there on probable so i reached on reddit and i had people saying oh you should look in wild magic and in this and in that and in this and i created my own system uh basically of she casts but when she casts she has she has to throw these uh the hundred and it it's tell the circumstances and if it worked and it's crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome but,
1: yes but i had to like talk with people and i don't do that all. i didn't do that a lot in in the second edition which made me feel kind of lonely in the project until the end so that's why now i'm trying to like when i had the question okay fairy queen versus the beast i put it on reddit just see what people say.
0: <laughs> yeah, because there's good reasons for everything, really.
1: Yeah, and and the logic of people also is really interesting. Cause I have this view of characters, but sometimes a bit like you had the view of Alice, and then I say, yeah, but PTSD, and you're like, oh,
0: that changes everything.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, so in doing the book, um, I, I guess that would be one of the obstacles you uh, hadn't foreseen, like just the how do you quantify the the beast versus the fairy queen like mm-hmm. it sounds easy just going okay D for magicians but then you stop and go but these characters have never interacted yep so would you say that's your biggest obstacle or what would you say is your biggest obstacle?
1: Uh, i have two big obstacles the first is english is not my native language okay so um i write i write sentences sometimes that are totally French, <laughs> like Fair. Frenchified. Uh, so I have someone looking over it because uh, sometimes I have say, I understand what you mean, but that's not how we say it in English. Fair. Um, and the second one was, okay, but how do I do magic? Because um, in the and you have spell slot, and that's what I tried to do with second edition, and it didn't work. And I was, okay, but I need to have, I need that magic need to count for something if you want to become a Niffin or if you don't want to become a Niffin. So instead, I decided to uh, remove the armor class and created the Magical Points. and Because they don't have really armor, they, if they armor themselves, it's through magic. Mm-hmm. So basically, they get points, and each spell have a certain amount of points. So let's say I have 10 points, but uh, the animal Ultra is 25. I can try to cast it, but I'm going to Niffin out. But if I decide to, tr- to cast, I don't know uh, the first spark, the spark that Julia does at the f- at the first uh, episode. Well, that's a one point, so I still have nine. So that's that's how I created. But it took me a long time to come with that idea of how do I quantify the magic because it's not like Harry Potter where you have a wand and magic. Right. It ha- it has a cost, and that was that took me so long. <laughs> but
0: I feel like that would make it way more satisfying because there is a cost. Yeah. Um, I believe it was Stilskin who says magic yeah, always but- comes with a price.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and it, it's kind of, it all, well, it's kind of that from that idea that I came to the system and I was like, okay, but uh, let's say the Renamin in an ultra, how will I cast it then? Well, you can have magical object or magical substance <clears throat> that helps you. Uh, <laughs> Or you can do uh, collaboration magic. So, let's say I have uh, 10 points, but you have 20. Well, you can take 20 uh, uh, magic pole points and just give 5 and we do the spell.
0: I like it. It, provi- it makes the um, collaboration play more important.
1: Yes, and also it it acknowledged that, okay, maybe someone will power more the spell because they have more power. I think that Julia as a goddess powered more the spell than uh, Katie.
0: Yeah. I can agree with that one wholeheartedly. <laughs> I like that. Like, that is a very clever way of thinking about spells. Because I was sitting here going, well, how do you, like, calculate for circumstances and... You know, the the poppers and everything, or the tuts, and I was like, hmm, how do you quantify that? But you've already thought about that, which I love.
1: Well, I had to, because I tried to just use armor class, and I quickly realized that they don't use armor, so that makes no sense.
0: So, I do have one question.
1: Yes.
0: How do you quantify Janet's gun?
1: um <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question they are allowed magical non-magical weapon okay. that uh, and the n- number of hit point they use that's up to the dm uh, i mean you you can be a philorian or a muggle which means you don't have magic but you're allowed to have um items that
0: I like helps it. you out I was just being uh, facetious with the gun.
1: No, because I had to think about it because someone asked me that and I was like, that's a valid question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hadn't thought about this. Just exactly. like everyone else involved.
1: <laughs>
0: so, I guess we're moving towards the end of things. So, after you finish this book and you finish the ma- uh, the monster manual, what else are you going to be working on?
1: Well, I still have my podcast. I am at mid-season three um, releasing, but I'm recording season four right now. Okay. Because uh, uh, we have time in the quarantine, so we're <laughs> pre-recording. <laughs> well,
0: look at you, pre-recording. Wow, what's well, it, that like? <laughs> yeah, it's
1: mostly because we had time. Um, <laughs> uh, I got lucky. <laughs> um, and yeah, I I don't know. I'm going to stay in the fandom, that's for sure. I don't know what life is going to be, but if you ask me that Three years ago, I will never tell you be on a podcast talking about the magician d and d like uh, this this fandom had le- gave me such a wild ride that I can't I don't know
0: <laughs> Agre- agreed i'm <laughs> I'm still like secretly holding out like in my heart of hearts that one day we'll get like a magician's sequel but not a sequel, kind of like either either. eh? It's, like, set a long time in the future uh, hmm. after they've found out where Fillory 2.0 is. Or it is, like, a direct continuation of, like, all right, here's the new dangers in Fillory 2.0. Or here's the adventures of um, Penny and Julia.
1: Or here's the... Uh, or uh, Henry Fogg wakes up one morning and uh, Hope... Quentin uh, Wicker her uh, in Brig Bills, and he's like, ah, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. A lot.
1: <laughs> Just um, with that thing, you're
0: scared. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, where am I going now? Um, I like it. I, 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 in my heart of hearts, I secretly kind of hope that. But we at the do. same level, like, I don't want it to cheapen the ending because mm-hmm. the ending was perfect. Like, I believe it was Santa Claus who literally said, not everything is wrapped up in a nice bow, except maybe for the odd microplane. Like he said that.
1: Make me reconcile with parts of the ending I didn't like,
0: and yeah, I agree. Like it's one of those like it's really it's really it was when the when it ended I was I was crushed I was crying because oh, I'm like oh, when oh. just that click and then that's it I was just like yeah. that's it like. When the magicians started, and I mentioned this on the uh, the magicians podcast that I did about that, the one about endings,
1: yeah, good episode mm-hmm. by the way. Go listen to it.
0: Thank you. Um, <laughs> I mentioned that when it was when magicians started. I may not have started watching it at the beginning, but when it started, I didn't have a kiddo, and now I do, and she talks and walks and has her own personality, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, like so much changed from beginning to end. And it's going to be interesting, and maybe one day we'll get something. Maybe Lev Grossman will write something else, or they'll decide to do another show. Netflix, picks something up. Hulu, Amazon, please. Just don't, don't cheapen it and screw it up. That's yeah. really all I want. Yeah. Because um, that would be... And I, I think I mentioned it, but I don't want them to pull a Game of Thrones where they just slam into the eighth season and go we didn't think of anything and we just wanted to end here and yeah we didn't realize it until like the last episode that it was done um
1: well i think that's what happened with season four if you want my opinion but i think season five they wrote the ending knowing there was a possibility they wouldn't be renewed for season six because uh, they, they had uh, signed the actors for six seasons uh, so I think the, the way they ended was a good way for us to continue and yet for it to end.
0: Yeah. Uh, continue in the heart of fanfics, d yeah. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: RP, whatever you want. Talking with me until midnight about it. Whatever you want.
0: <laughs> you know, I probably could, but uh, I uh, think that would be... It. I think <laughs> at, at that point it would just be like, All right, here's why I love this. No no, here's why I love this. Which sounds like sounds like a topic for another podcast.
1: Yeah. Well then I'm going. Honestly, anything magician I'll be there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, so people can find um where can people find more stuff that you're doing? Your this is the this is the part of the podcast where you sell your product. You, You you sell your 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 social links, whatever you want.
1: Um, well, if you want to support uh, the book and donate, go on the magiciandnd.com. There's different tier of uh, pledge that you can do from $1 to 100 and you have uh, gifts that come with that. Uh, you can follow all the projects on Twitter at MagiciansD. And, um, and yeah, follow me at HikingFan on most social media, all of them, in fact. And, yeah, if you want to hear me talk about Alice having PTSD, I have a podcast, my name uh, Philorians United, and we are at Philorians on Twitter. It's
0: amazing that you got at Philorians. I'm just saying. It's amazing. I don't
1: know why I got it, honestly. I got <laughs> lucky.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Philorians United, it's available on, like, Apple, Google, Spotify, everything?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most platforms, if it's not on the platform you have, uh, DM me on Twitter and I will change that.
0: Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I love getting to talk about the magicians, something I don't get to do very often.
1: Well, honestly, thank to you when I, I, I reached to you saying, hey, do you mind if I plug my book? And you, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he, he's going to say no. And your excitement made me excited. So thank you very much.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for reaching out, really. Like, I, I know I just reached out on Red, I seen your post about uh, your Kickstarter. And I was like, hey, I know it just closed, but, you know, you're still accepting donations. Um and then uh, it just went from there, and, and I love it. Like I'm.
1: Well, honestly, you are the reason why I continue to take donation and I do the Monster Manual because a lot of people, like you, are the first that asked me that, and then I got more, and I was like, "Man, I gotta continue to add, like, to accept donation if I want to make it bigger."
0: Yeah, the more. The so, see, weighs. you
1: are part of the book already.
0: <laughs> uh, in more ways, <laughs> more, more than one. I'm exactly. So, a, a question I hadn't asked. Um, and wrapping up. When do you forecast the book to be uh, officially available for people to download or whatnot?
1: Um, I, I give a long shot of uh, January only because I have a mother that is sick. So I, I don't know. Says <laughs> so I might have to stop everything for a couple of months. Uh, if everything goes to plan and my mother is well, I hope by the end of the summer. But i rather say January, that way I have (laughs) Leonians.
0: That 100% makes sense. Easier to give a date farther out and deliver early than give a date closer and deliver late.
1: Exactly. But with the pandemic, uh, I'm going to be honest, I have nothing else to do, so I'm writing every day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. I'm genuinely excited to get to play. I'm probably going to cut out a time um, and figure out, like, if I can load um, the character screen, character sheets, and things like that into some of the uh, online programs I use to play D D with my friends, well, um, I can
1: send you the second edition, no problem.
0: Okay, great. I think that would be great. Um, and then see about doing D D night on stream one night, like yeah. Magicians D D on stream. I think that would be a clever thing to do.
1: Yes. <laughs> so,
0: all right. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast I really appreciate having you here and uh, anything else before we jump off?
1: Uh, well stay safe and thank you again honestly I'm having a blast I could do this all day <laughs>
0: <laughs> and always always carry a knife
1: always carry a knife so,
0: until next week I hope that everyone like uh, like she said here be safe carry a knife and uh, be good be kind to each other yeah thanks for tuning into the gaming and chill podcast we hope you liked it it would be really helpful if on your given listening platform you were to leave a comment and give us a rating for more on the gaming and chill podcast you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers!